1: just will live by faith. Is that you? Is that you? Is that a description of your life? Living every day with the foundation of your decisions, your dreams, your goals, everything. Your belief in him, your trust, your faith in in him. Is he the object of the faith by which you live your life?
0: Do you live and walk by faith? In today's message from Pastor Robert, he encourages you to let the foundation of your life, goals, and dreams be the Lord Jesus Christ. When you let Him be your foundation, you will be building on what is stable and secure. The Lord is your rock in which you can depend, trust, and rely upon. Let Him be the object of all your faith. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 10 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. His love is the main thing.
1: Not everything in life can be discerned through those physical senses. There's some things that require a sixth sense. Faith. It's a spiritual sense. What you're able to see and hear and touch and taste and smell, it's only going to inform your life and decisions partially. They're incapable of giving you all the information that's available to you. Faith, though. Faith is something that God gives us to inform us further. Some things are only available to you through what we call the eyes of faith. How many of you have ever started a new job? Never worked for the company before? Brand new job. Most of us at one time or another, right? That's a step of faith. We don't even really think about it like that, but I mean, you, you go to work for them because they, they offer you money for your endeavors, right? Your skills, your expertise, your labor, whatever, but they're gonna pay you for that. Well, how do you know? Well, because they say they will. And there's evidence they pay other people, right? It's still a step of faith. You know, I've worked for two companies in my life that didn't pay me a dime. They promised. One of them was, you know just one of these shyster companies that when you're a kid, you fall for it. But the other one was a national company. I worked for them for, I know, a couple of months, actually, a month or two I forget exactly how long it was. I realized they were doing some stuff that was illegal, and I reported it to our like regional supervisor, you know. They let me go. Never got paid a dime. They still owe me money. You see what I'm saying? Now, why do I bring that out? Well, because the object of my faith, which was reasonable, right? My faith was reasonable, would you agree? National company. My faith was reasonable, but the object was flawed. Do you understand? The object of my faith was flawed. Guy was a liar. Now, does that represent the whole company? I don't know. I didn't get to stick around long enough to find out. I have no idea. The object of your faith is critically important. How many of you have flown in an airplane? Several steps of faith involved in that, unless you personally know the pilot and the mechanics and, you know, the whole nine yards, air traffic controllers, and even then you're putting faith in their abilities and, you know, they're not going to show up hungover or drunk, you know, like the Southwest pilots a little while ago, right? Several steps of faith, you know, about, I don't know, three years ago, I got a phone call Christmas week because the Chalks, the little Grumman float plane had took off from Fort Lauderdale and flew down here and landed on government cut and picked up 19 passengers and took off. And and, and as, as they lifted off there at the end of government cut, the right wing fell off the airplane and it exploded in midair. Now, That airplane had been flying successfully for like 50 or 60 years. And as they researched everything, it was well-maintained. It just got old. And the reason that that particular airplane, I don't think any of them are flying now, because they realized that physical materials that make up our world, they don't last forever. And they said even with all of the safety checks, everything that that they had done and would be normal to do and was expected, it couldn't have caught it. Could not have caught it. There was, a, there was a crack in the wing strut that would never have been caught. And so they just retired all the airplanes. Again, the object of their faith that day was flawed. When I was about 10 years old, I think, nine years old, 10 years old, we, um, in, we were in school and, and our, our teacher gave us an assignment to like write a little essay or something, a little story. And I remember one of my classmates, can't remember his name. I still see him. Isn't that funny? I'm like, you know, 40 years, 45 years later, he comes walking in, chest all puffed out, wearing his cowboy boots. He had written a story about his horse ranch, his 18 horses and how proud he was and what a, you know, enormous responsibility it was to take care of those 18 horses. And I was, I was sitting, I love horses. You know, I was sitting there, you know, like I want a horse. Well, I want to go to his house. You know what I mean? And then after he finishes, you know, and the kids are all excited. The only problem is there's a kid that lived on the same street with him. He's like, "What horse ranch? You don't have a horse ranch. You don't have a. You don't even have one. You don't even have a pony, let alone a horse. You have." And we were all like, "Oh, you mean he lied about? Yeah, the whole is all made up. The whole business There's no, no horse ranch. Now listen to me." Does that, therefore, mean that there are no horse ranches? Does that, does that mean, does that prove that there's no such thing as horse ranches? No, it doesn't. It proves he's a liar, or he was 40 years ago. You see what I mean? It doesn't disprove the existence of horse ranches. We accept things on the basis of evidence, testimony of others, pictures, Right? Others are doing it and, you know, you got a whole bunch of people getting on an airplane and thousands of flights every day. Other people work for that company. They're being paid. Evidence suggests that that we should. It's reasonable. It's not blind faith, even though companies sometimes fail and airplanes sometimes crash and people lie. It's interesting. We'll talk about this again next week. But for my friend to fantasize about a horse ranch is actually evidence that horse ranches exist. There's something to chew on between now and next Sunday. The Bible says, Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The Bible says, The just shall live by faith, not by sight. Not dependent on the physical senses, but exercising even that spiritual sense. In fact, making that the primary source of information and wisdom. The just, those who have been made righteous by Jesus Christ through faith in him, those who have been made part of his family will live every day with faith in him, as the foundation of their lives. That's what he's saying. The just will live by faith. Is that you? Is that you? Is that a description of your life? Living every day with the foundation of your decisions, your dreams, your goals, everything. Your belief in him, your trust, your faith. In in him, is he the object of the faith by which you live your life? Or are you more like the people that got on that chalks plane? Or me, trusting that apparently reliable company that never paid me a dime? Are you you focused on the temporal, visible, physical? If so, now would be a really good time to make a U-turn and change that. Do you understand that, you know, I've said it so many times before, we're going to be there a lot longer than we're going to be here. This that we can see and smell and hear and taste and touch, doesn't last that long. It really doesn't last that long. It's brief. The Bible says it's like a vapor. So short. And we can't even comprehend. None of us can really fathom eternity, a thousand years 5,000 years, 10,000 years, you're gonna be there a lot longer than you're gonna be here. Wherever there is, whether it's in his presence or separated from him, he's gone to great extremes. That's what this cross is all about. He's gone to great extremes, great lengths to make it possible for you to be part of his family. But if you're part of his family, it's evident in your day-to-day life. You're living by faith. You're bearing fruit for him.
0: We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry.
1: You know, not not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a maybe a year or more, but we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within uh a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia. So she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio, teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff, I don't want the fluff stuff, I, I want things that are really, some tools that'll help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I wanna do it, I have time to do it. So we did that, we sent some books, we sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that and they started a little Bible study group and, and God was just using that little 15 minute main thing radio broadcast every day Inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit
0: MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.